When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig and I am joined by... Paul Doolin and Dave Watson. Uh, I see what you did there. I quite liked it. Tension. Uh, How are you both? I'm all right, yeah. I'm just going to ask every question to both of you at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Democracy. Yes, Dave, you've got big news. The kitchen is finished. Kitchen is finished. At this, Dave, go and have a look at the the incredible journey we've all been on. It's... uh, yeah, it's done. Everything's done. It's been like Newcastle season. Early on, I was worried about that kitchen. I thought no one can save it. Especially when you, you changed builders halfway through, didn't you? You had that weird, <laughs> massive Geordie guy. <laughs> and then I got a professional in. Yeah. But but it just like Callum Wilson, a lovely finish. Right. And when is it, obviously if the work is done now? But when is the actual official launch? We're go, we're going to do a soft launch uh, for a few friends and and family, and then we're going to open it out to the the public. Sure. And, and actually, Aramco, did, did. Have Aramco <laughs> yeah, bought the the naming rights to your kitchen. <laughs> but um, here's one: the, there's a new bar opening up in in Manchester, uh, and it's blockbuster video themed so it's it's made to look like an old blockbuster video store and that's a really narrow like target audience isn't it it's not going to be anyone's local <laughs> just, no. just popping down the blockbuster <laughs> for a pint it's fucking weird god that is, mean, that's up there with that cereal bar Someone's is that even open still? I think, no, I think that's shut down. People it's, it's go a, to be random. It's hmm. a gimmick, and my mind's gone through a couple of things. It's a gimmick, but I could see it working on a kitsch level, but then I was like, oh, students will like it. Then it occurred to me, students now won't even rem- remember Blockbuster Video. So yeah. It's, yeah, okay. Well, we'll see. I have to get down there. I mean, so basically... You're, you you brought that up because that's your competition. Those are the big two big yeah. things opening uh, in the Manchester area. <laughs> your kitchen and the Blockbuster video bar. I would go to your kitchen every time, Dave. So Always um, welcome. 
I'm going to move things on to uh, football. Uh, yeah. It's, it's the end of the season. We can now look at the league table. And I'm, I'm proud to say that uh, I finished out of the three of us in uh, first place in our fantasy football uh-huh. table. Um, congratulations, by the way, to the person who won with their team of Tyson Shambles. Obviously, has a a, a team a, a name that I cannot pronounce. It's Kenny Piachanin. <laughs> it's Piachanin. It's Fergus is having a stroke live. Look, it's it, it's Kenny. I can pronounce Kenny. Not a problem. Kenny, P-I-A-T-C-Z-A-N-Y-N. I mean, it's an, one would assume an Eastern European name. Anyway, Could have Googled it, but proof if we needed it that racism isn't always just graffiti and overt actions. Sometimes it's just little things. <laughs> just laziness and ignorance. Okay, well, congratulations to Kenny. Kenny, uh, yeah. You've done well. Uh, out of the three of us, once again, I finished in first place. I finished 13th out of everyone. I'm just scrolling through. I mean, I haven't looked at my team since Christmas, to be fair. If Paul, you finish next. And uh, Dave, just remind me, what was your team name again? I don't remember. Was it was it forgotten by October or something like that? I think it was better than Paul. Oh, was right. <laughs> Because I think the theme this year was you you were determined that you were really going to try this year and prove that you could finish above us. And do you know what happened? I didn't. I can't remember last time I... Don't forget, Dave was playing on two fronts this year. It's like Europe. He had the Fantasy League and the Kitchen. It's quite yeah. hard to to keep going on both fronts for a whole season. Okay, so football-wise, there is a lot to talk about. There is the game against Burnley. There's the the season awards. There's Dave's just adjusting his uh, airline pilot microphone there. There's the um, there's the end of season awards. That's big. There's been some Twitter Twitter controversy con- controversy between myself and Dave. Fergus, the whole left side of your face has started drooping. Look, I've. <laughs> Look, I've worked through a stroke before. I'll work through this one. It's fine. <laughs> um, yes, there's... Uh, uh, there's stuff to talk about. Jack Grealish disrespecting one of our players. A lot to talk about. Let's start with uh, the Burnley game. Uh, I didn't watch it because... There were more exciting things going on, and it wasn't one of the available games on Sky Sports. Um, I, I want it. I thought it was pretty exciting battle between Liverpool and Man City. So I wanted to that watch that. So that was the choice I made. So all I've seen is the highlights. I think Paul, you watched a fair bit of the, the game. I watched there. most of it. I was watching it on my phone in the back of a car. Oh right, half time. I switched because I just wanted to see the title. Race looked like it was going to be really interesting. Yeah, I I, I watched the show that basically sums up all the games at the same time and flits between games live. Yeah. Good show. Um, Yeah. So we we sent Burnley down. Yeah. Have we ever sent a team down in recent memory? 
sure. The only one I, the only one I can remember is like Cardiff when they were up. I think we were the. I don't know why that sticks in my mind, but it, it, I'm pretty sure we sent Cardiff down when they were up. But aside from that, I can't remember us. Re- it was actually it was quite nice to be a part of the final day with no peril. Dave, do you feel? Do you, are you the sort of person with 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 wrung Burnley's neck, we've killed them? Are you the sort of person who feels no uh, emotion about it at all? Or, or do you feel a little bit bad for them? No, I don't feel bad for them. It's the nature of the sport. We went down. People laughed at us, and fair enough. And uh, yeah, because that's exactly how you responded when people laughed at us. I'm sure. I'm <laughs> glad we. I'm glad we weren't like Villa fans were to us. Or we didn't that's to be. this is my thing. As long as you, you can take the piss in the ground, and you, as long as you don't like turn up with. Um, like banners and stuff. Ah, we sent yous down and stuff. That's that's cheap. But just having a bit of a laugh in that, that's fine. Yeah. But as soon as the game... Messiah, Alistair Campbell, or <laughs> don't know who else. Isn't Tom, Tom Hanks? Is he, is he Burnley? He's a Villa he? fan, isn't he? He's Aston Villa. Villa. Yeah. Everyone knows that. I don't fucking about the Villa. <laughs> 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 um, no, I didn't. It... I didn't feel bad about it at all. Although I did. Only just learned. I only learned after the fact. I'd heard bits about it, but just how much financial trouble Burnley are. Yeah, because they've gone down to the extent yeah. they're out of business. <clears throat> but I agree that, of course, it is just the game. And I also, I find, I find it a bit weird when I understand if there is a direct rivalry between the existing rivalry between the two clubs. Mm. But when the opposing team are just I think it happened somewhere else. I don't know where they're like just laughing at that team. In quite a but you, but you get, but you get that at like both ends of the table as well. Apparently, the um, in the uh, Liverpool game against Aston Villa, the Aston Villa fans were cheering when they heard that Man City had scored, and were like giving it large to the Liverpool fans. When really, Aston Villa have no dog in that fight. To at be all. fair. No, 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 I'm just like, yeah, I don't... No, yeah, I, at the time I thought, well, that's a bit shit. But actually, to be fair, on the day, it's just on the day banter, isn't it? It's on the day banter between... Yeah. It's fine. Paul, I'm um, getting bogged down in this. Paul? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need a question, not just my name. you want to talk name. about football? Just go ahead, say something. It's <laughs> a wonderful game. sport. I tell you, it was a really, was really entertaining... Yeah. Um, final day, but our game was entertaining in and of itself. It was a, yeah. like the I've seen the extended highlights on the Newcastle webpage. Yeah, um, that sounded old, didn't it? On the internet, on the, web, on the, the internet. worldwide web. Yeah, on our webpage. Um, I thought it was yeah, it was good. It was a professional performance. We put away a side that we were, we should have been fighting for their lives, and we dealt with them quite professionally. And two goals for Callum Wilson, Paul. Yeah. I, it's the worrying thing. You just sort of think, oh, imagine if we can keep him fit for a whole season. But history suggests we'd be lucky to get half a season out of him. I mean, I don't mm. think he stayed fit for a whole season for no. like five or six years. I don't know if his injury record's getting worse every season. 
or not. Yeah. I don't know. But Whatever I, I think... it is, I don't think he's played much more than 20 games since Brexit. Since Brexit. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> the last five or six years. <laughs> I tell you though, the the second goal, like, because I mean, we can gloss over the first one because it was just a bizarre decision by the um, by the Burnley defender. It was one of those one of those handballs that I kind of didn't think it would ever happen again because yeah. of because of VAR. Because it's like, well, the cameras are on you; like, you're never going to get away with this. So I, I thought we'd see in the back of it, but then um, the second goal. It was lovely. It was a really lovely team goal and St. Maximum released the ball at the right time. He did, to be fair. Yeah. Credit to him. Um, well, I think as well, St. Maximum, his controversial interview early in the year of like, with the right mm. striker, I'd have as many assists as Mane. Sort of start to see his point when you've got Wilson up there. Yeah. It's no, it's no surprise that, that his best two performances have come with Wilson on the pitch. Anything else on the Burnley game? <laughs> <laughs> we can tell you're excited about it. I think I don't know. I, did, I didn't watch it. I've seen the highlights. It just it just feels it was for us it didn't mean We were well. on the beach as fans, I think, let's be honest. And then it, I suppose it was nice to see that the players weren't on the beach, right? It was playing against a team who were fighting for their lives, and also, I suppose maybe it was it was that for that reason that Eddie Howe still fielded a strong side. Because if it was mm. a de- if if there was nothing in it for either side, you could see this being a sort of game where he he gives he he gave Matt Ritchie some minutes or whatever because it's his last game. Is it Matt Ritchie's? Let's talk about Matt Ritchie. Was it his last game for the club? Is You'd have to think so, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Done. Which is, uh, the, 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 I think the thing with Matt Ritchie is that wherever he goes next, he, he's never like embarrassed himself at, at Newcastle. You know, there's not going to be, when Kieran Clark goes, there will be, you know, people saying, you know, that they're happy to see the back of him and far, far worse on, on social media. Whereas when Matt Ritchie goes, I think he's got enough, you know, uh, cachet with the fans that he'll get a nice send-off, but he's clearly not good enough for us anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit like when Gutierrez went or Perch, the sort of cult heroes, but you kind of think he's really good for the dressing room, but you can't really survive in a squad just on that. I feel mm. like it was a bit harsh on Gutierrez to be lumped in with Perch. <laughs> I don't, well, Gutierrez. Argentinian international. Yeah, I see what the point you're making. If, if Richie goes, if he were to go abroad, what I'd like to think is that uh, there'll be a fan of a club in Turkey or something who's not familiar with Matt Richie and we'll look him up and there'll be like a Welcome to Galatasaray video. And it'll be a compilation, and that'd be like, why is the first five minutes of this just him kicking a corner flag? <laughs> <laughs> he had some great moments. Yeah, was it the winner against Man City? He had that penalty, but I think the highlight for me will be that most of his highlights for me are him either kicking corner flags, kicking players, or reports of him kicking players in training. 
<laughs> well, there was, we'll never forget, never forget the corn flag that actually hit someone in the bollocks <laughs> when he picked it. <laughs> was that this season? No, that was last no, season, wasn't it? Before. No. Was it? That was in the... Honestly. Yeah, last order. season was no Probably fans. Like so it, would have been, it would have had to have gone out the stadium. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. I think I lived in another continent when that happened. Yeah. But I wonder I wonder actually how many of the of the players who, who played against Burnley, how many of them will still be there mm. next season? Because you'd expect right. Okay. Sorry, go on. Well we're gonna have uh, a broader conversation uh, after the break about uh end of season awards and what have you. And uh, I guess we're gonna look forward to the to the future, which none of us know, but we at least although oh, no, I do thought I should have mentioned that okay fair enough yeah but I'm Great. just trying to bring up the lineup from from uh, I've got it in front of me all right well I've got it in front of me now right all right well, first day yeah. first day of the season this is just uh, one word answers right would well, you you either you, you three answers you could, it's either going to be out the door first 11 in the squad, right? Yeah. Those are your three options. What if we want them to go out on loan to get experience? <laughs> that counts as in the squad. Okay. As in, on the books, right? On out the, the door, on the books. <laughs> Up the junction, First over the top, in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Callum Wilson. Paul. What's the one for staying? <laughs> On first the book, eleven. Or in the first on the books, first eleven out the door. Paul. First, uh, on the books. On the books. Dave. Yeah, on the books. Bruno. Paul. First eleven. Dave. First name, first eleven. All agreed so far. Trippier. Paul. First eleven. Dave. First eleven. Agreed. Dan Byrne. Paul. First eleven. Dave. First 11. Agreed. Paul. St. Maximum. <laughs> what do I think or what do I want? What do you think? I think out the door. Dave. I think first 11, but not at left wing. Okay. We, there, this game does not allow for caveat. Okay, yeah. first 11 then. Okay. I think, I'm yeah, changing position is moving and grooving. Okay. I'm going <laughs> to say, <laughs> yeah, moving and I'm going to say on the books, but that's a tricky one. Hmm. Matt Target, Paul. I want him to stay, but I think out the door. It depends if we can get our first choice left back who seems oh, to be now Dave's, Dave's introduced waffling and now we're off but yeah all right out, out the door I think no, that's fine. no that was it's all fine Dave first 11 ooh Dubravka Paul up the chimney out the door out the door okay I think so Dave around the horn does that mean out the door <laughs> no it means first 11 First 11, right, okay. Yeah, yeah I think probably still first 11. Uh, Joel Linton, Paul. First 11. 
Dave? First 11. Yeah, I think first 11 probably. Almiron. Ball. I think out the door. On the books. I'm going to agree with Dave on the books. The cells, Paul. I'm going into the subs now. I think probably on the books, possibly. Dave? Out the door. Yeah, I'm going to say out I the door. I think you're probably right. What about... Okay. Sean Longstaff, Paul. On the books. Dave? On the books. Yeah, on the books, I agree. Chris Wood, Paul. On the books. Dave. Books. Yes. Richie, Paul. Door. Dave. Door. Door. I don't even know that <laughs> this one. Is, this is an electric feature. <laughs> I think it's good. Oh, no, I like it. But... Jacob Murphy, last one. Paul. Books. Dave. Yeah, he's on the books. Yeah, on the books. Okay. No, I think out the door, actually. I think you missed really? out Fabian Cher as well. He wasn't... Uh, I think uh, Fergus was lifting from the, um, oh. from the lineup of the last game. I just want to keep naming names. I'm like, I want this game to go for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, I I think there's... Genuinely, there's a stack of players that, um, that have been in our first team that, like, weren't available or whatever, like Cher, Shelby, um, Willock, Mankio, um, yeah. Kraft. Sure, actually. There's a lot. The game could go on a lot longer. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Who released that as a bonus? <laughs> yeah. Well, we have to write our answers down. If they match, we win 50 quid. If they don't, we lose 50 quid. Okay, well, let's have a break there because there's so much more to talk about. We should have a break and, um, and we'll be back very soon. Welcome back to the Newcastle Nutter. I didn't want to discuss it, but we've got to. Someone from outside our club has disrespected one of our own. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what are we going to do about it I'm talking about uh, Jack Grealish in quite a hard to decipher video in the uh, the Manchester City celebrations for winning the title Jack Grealish looked quite uh, pissed up and, the thing uh, you have to remember with foreign players like Grealish is their command of English is never going to be great <laughs> Like, I'm just going to assume most people have seen the video, and if you haven't, haven't, haven't looked it up. He seemed like he was because he was winding up Bernardo, Bernardo Silva. Mm-hmm. He seemed like his accent like had turned into like a like Englishman on holiday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he no, no, Silva, does that. The thing is, you play very bad. <laughs> <laughs> He um, so he was winding him up. I think maybe he was talking about Riyad Riyad Mahrez. Yeah, they were saying 
the best thing that happened in the game, what turned it around is taking off Riyad Mahrez because he was playing like shit. He was playing like Almiron. Yeah. I can't believe he's disrespecting one of them. <laughs> Fuming. It did seem to come out of uh, out of nowhere, didn't it? It's like yeah. Almiron. I think if you paused that video after he said he was playing like and gave me a hundred guesses, I would yeah. not have said Almiron. I mean, I, I sort of, in a weird way, like, you know, I like Almiron and all of that. But in a weird way, I think it's quite a good... <laughs> Because it a, a, a good uh, reference. Because he's not saying he played like, like donkey. One play. He didn't play like a donkey or whatever. He's just like he played like a winger who plays in the same position who would never fucking get signed by Man City, but would never be amongst the likes of us. It's like Almiron's. I think it's the fact it's delivered like a burn. <laughs> yeah, such a weird target for that. Because I mean, with all, like, like I'll I'll be critical of Almiron, but yeah. there's there's far worse right wingers in the. It's, it, good, it's so weird. That's why it's a good reference. But maybe this is the thing. Maybe they talk about it in Man City when yeah. they're away in a hotel and they watch Newcastle or whatever. And they're like, "It's fucking Almiron." Look at him. <laughs> Shit. Maybe it's a running joke. I don't, I don't get it. But I, I, I did quite enjoy how, like, Mank, Jack Grealish, like, his, his like, the walk on the stage and stuff like that, he was quite Mank in his, like, swagger. swagger. Yeah. He sort of reminded, it sort of, you know, I don't have a problem with Jack Grealish. It's fine. But it, it sort of reminded me a bit of um, when England won the Ashes in 2005. This is you on football fans, aren't you? You know, I, I remember it well. Well, the fact they had a parade, and Flintoff and Peterson and all of that were just like really pissed off, uh, pissed up, mm. and like urinated in the number ten garden and everything. It was just like, but they earned the right to do that. Jack yeah, Grealish no, only scored two more goals than Alvaron. What I'm saying is they were, but they were really pissed up the whole squad, and then they were like shit for two years. No, I don't think, because they were like, we've done it. I don't think the Man City squad will do that, but I wonder whether Jack Grealish might. I mean, Jack Jack Grealish cost five times as much as as Almiron, and Mares cost three times as much as, as Almiron. It's it's real punching down. It's it's real like if if he honestly, if he'd said a man U player. And said like uh, like oh you're playing shit you're playing like Jaden Sancho or something like that who's who's clearly a good player but hasn't performed well it's your local rivals dig him out that's fine I get it but like Almiron he's such a like he's such a sweet kid he's like such a weird target this is like modern football isn't it it's like you win your first trophy you get pissed up in the parade you have a bit of fun with your mates. You make some jokes, and then two or three days later, there's three lads sitting in their living room <laughs> analysing what would have been the best name to come up with. But the, it's just that Almiron's such a... It's like going after a Brighton player. Like yeah. he, he was playing like Trossard. <laughs> so, like, 
I genuinely it's wouldn't funny. win. Funny, he's, he's accidentally made a really funny joke. Maybe it's not accident. Maybe he's just oh, wait, guys nailed it. Yeah, he's, he's thick as mince. <laughs> I think any point he makes well is by accident. Yeah, he's thick as well, Spunk. He's not a clever bloke. Fine. But yeah, because um, I, I saw it go, like Twitter was obviously, like Almiron was trending and Jack Grealish was trending and then a few of the Newcastle um, Twitter accounts, like the big ones, were like, this is like, it's a disgrace or something like that. Honestly, I watched it and I was like, <laughs> he's mentioned Almiron. That was my reaction. I just, I didn't care. I think, so, I think Almiron could rightly be quite hurt, though. Such a sort of sad face. Well, if you were Almiron, yeah. You were, yeah. Have yes. you seen where Grealish is now? Getting two-footed by Almiron? He's in Ibiza partying with Wayne Lineker. Oh, dear. I think Almiron should turn up there. <laughs> they should settle it like men in Wayne Lineker's pool. Signs are not good for Jack Green. No, they're really not. <gasps> like when he first, when they first sign him, there should be like, there should be a guy on Pep's books, a, a man whose full time job is to keep Jack Greenish away from Wayne Lineker. <laughs> is there a Premier League player? Do you think who would be more likely to talk to you about Peaky Blinders on a stag do? I don't think there is. <laughs> no. 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 Yeah, I'd, I'd, maybe Matt Target, but yeah. Uh, I think Matt Target would just talk about his car, but in a nice that, way. Have you seen the like the little bromance that's going on between Bruno Gumiaris and Matt Target? No. no. There's, there's there's quite a nice like. I mean, obviously Matt Target. Two videos. I'm gone. <laughs> they um. Uh, Matt Tiger was being interviewed on the pitch, or there was a camera in his face, really, uh, after the Arsenal game. And Bruno, like, gate crashed and said, oh, he has to stay, he has to stay. And there's there's been a few, like, exchanges on Instagram and stuff. And it it does seem like the two of them really get along. It's quite nice. I I would like Matt Target to be signed permanently because I think he's a good pro. He's decent Premier League standard. I think, yeah, just... Like fifteen million, he's not a gamble at fifteen million. But I mean, the only thing is, he he probably want his own guarantees, won't he? Because he left Villa because he wanted he he he's someone who wants guaranteed. Well, this is the thing, and I don't want to get too far ahead uh, just yet. But like, we we're heavily linked with a guy called Renan Lodi from Atletico Madrid. He's he's you know a young Brazilian. He's really exciting going forward, but he's not reliable at the back. That's why they're quite happy to let him go. The money that we're talking about is like tens of millions. It's like twenty, thirty million pound for him. I would much rather hold fire. Don't go for an unloady just yet. Sign Matt Target for less than 20 million quid. We know he can do it. He's he's reliable, dependable. Spend the money in the really crucial areas like up front, centre-back, centre-midfield, or right wing. I sort of agree, but that logic would also see us buying someone like Joe Willock instead of Bruno. You think if you can get that calibre of player, the impact they can have on us is massive. No, so, Because if we could find a better left-back than Renan Lodi, then I would say, sure. Like, if we could go off and sign, um, I don't fucking know, like Carrasco or someone like that, 
brilliant go off and sign him could yes, be making 100%. that player up as far as I'm concerned <laughs> but we could go and sign a really what about good a good back? English left back Dave alright then like Luca like... Dean <laughs> but if we could go off and sign a good left back fine go off and do that but like the one that we've been aggressively linked with I don't think it's the right choice right now I not think. a special player is this he's really good going forward but he's not He's he is a bit suspect at the back, and we were as well with Jamal Lewis. Then I was going to say, I still feel it's a bit harsh on Jamal Lewis not to be involved at all when you consider the improvement of players like Kraft. Mm. You kind of think I had genuinely forgotten that Jamal Lewis existed. Speaking of which, someone else I totally forgotten who existed. Ken Miguel Almiron. Kennedy. Kennedy played Kennedy. for Chelsea. This week, which doesn't seem to make any sense. That blew my mind because I couldn't believe he was registered in their squad. It feels like there must be some anomaly or whatever. But yes, that would that would imply that he has been registered in their squad for the whole season. I looked him up. I don't think he's played for any other team anywhere God. this season. So he had a whole season and then started in the final game and got an assist, to be fair. Um, I did my fantasy team the whole year. <laughs> Paid off at the end. end. I've got an assist. Um, so uh, I, I feel like we'll probably, because we're going to be so active in the transfer window, or at least certainly linked with so many players, I feel like we might do a pod or two during the window. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think one yeah, thing to say is a lot of the players who we've been linked with all season is now business is happening a lot of them are just like there's no way we could afford them or their wages like Tarkovsky is getting offered about 120 grand a week mm. and we're that, not going to um, offer that all these people who we've just assumed oh we'll go and sweep them up there's still I a lot of into, Premier League clubs I got it into my head that we might sign Gabriel Jesus like a week <laughs> a week ago and then and now I'm like, I'm not going to sign Gabriel Jesus. Sorry. Well, there's um, there's the French midfielder Boubacar Kamara, and he's gone to Aston Villa on a free transfer, and he was somebody that we were heavily linked with for like two or three windows where we were like, I think there was one where we actually agreed a fee with his, with his club, and he turned us down because he wanted to stay and, well, be in Europe and everything. But now he's yeah. I mean, Aston Villa are making some making some moves. They've already got Coutinho. They've already got well. They've signed this Kamara, and they're both apparently on like circa hundred grand a week. They're they're spending a lot of money like on wages, and wages are one part where FFP can impact like can stymie your growth quite a lot. Yeah, you sort of think. As long as Gerard's not a kind of one-hit wonder, it could work. But they could also very easily be like Everton in a couple mm. of years. Yeah. So um, we're going to do some awards. We've had some people get in touch on Twitter. Mickey G said, who would you give the Absolute Meathead Award? Who would you give the Absolute Meathead Award? What does that mean? Um, I don't know. Who's this been an absolute... Kieran Clark? Getting sent off against uh, Norwich, wasn't it? He's a meathead. I've taken it to mean like 
who in the squad do you think eats the most meat? I, I mean, for the meatiest that. head in the squad, you'd have to say Steve Bruce. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Of the season. Uh, I yeah. thought I thought meathead meant like moron, like stupid. Ah. Uh, a meathead. I well, think, yeah, I think, probably Kieran Clark. Well, I think it's it's not a very nice thing to say, but I don't think he is. But as I've said it before, I think Matt Target looks thick. But I don't think he is. But, you know. Um, One-Up Gaming ha- says uh, it has to be Joe Linton for most improved, but I still don't think he's great in passing or shooting. Uh, but he just gets in the way of opposition passes and shots. I mean, that's his summary. Lots of shout-outs for, for Joe Linton. Sugar Wookie says, best player, Joe Linton. Shorter shorts, Joe Linton. Most improved, either Fraser Crust or Joe Linton. Best moment slash penny copter award. Is that? Oh, yeah. I think Penis copter. Sure. Um, he mentions Trippier free kick. Of course, there's been two. Goal of the season. Bruno versus Southampton. Matt Ritchie, Raggi Award. He's sending, giving that to Joe Linton. John Tilly, also saying Joe Linton for most improved. Bruno, best signing. Uh, any awards you want to throw out? I'd Play say best team. signing, Dan Byrne is also up there for the difference yeah. he's made. Yeah, very good shout. I think, to be honest, all of the, the signings, bar Wood, have done well, like I don't think anybody's like disappointed apart from Wood. Um, moment of the season for me is pr- probably probably Trippier's free kick against uh, wasn't Aston Villa, was it Leicester? Everton. Oh, Everton. That's right. It was Everton. That's right. Um, goal of the season. You could have had Wilson's against Crystal Palace, the overhead kick. Um, Almy runs against Palace or uh, Bruno's against uh, Leicester. Bruno's, um, yeah, oh, Bruno's against Southampton as well, of course. Like on his first start, the, the back heel, flick, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I would say Bruno is a shoe in for signing of the season. I mean, the other one you could mention is Trippier because it was a bit of a statement. Mm. Um, but he hasn't played all that much for us. He's obviously a leader. He's obviously a top player, but he is 31. Bruno, he's, I don't know how old he is, what, 23, 24? Yeah. He looks like a player who could be approaching world class already. He's been phenomenal. Yeah. And I think any squad in the league would want him. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how he gets on second season you sort of have to adapt a bit more when you've been that good. Suddenly you've got two players on you all the time, but it seems to just create space everywhere. Yeah. And the hope is because the the rumors are that we're going to sign like three 30 million pound players ish. Um, You'd hope that by bringing in that level of quality around him, that if two players were suddenly to like be chasing him around the pitch, these these new signings might have more space to to express themselves, and we can punish a team in a different way. Uh, and most improved, got to be Joel Linton. It's got to be. I mean, well, I think there's, I think there has to be a big mention for Kraft because yeah. yeah, him and Joel Linton have both had many moments where we've both said 
it's not that they're not Premier League players. They don't even look like professional footballers mm. to come back from there to the levels they've hit. But Joel Linton's just the moving him back from striker to a centre mid. It feels like something Brian Clough would have done. It doesn't feel like that <laughs> happens in the game anymore. So I think moving we... position that radically. And with Kraft, either he's played his way into the being on the books or he's played his way to a move that at least gets some of the money back that we spent. I mean, we only we paid five million for him. I reckon we, like could, we could off the back of his second half of the season, you could definitely get five million for him. So he's either going to be on the books or out the door. Yeah, I think he'll probably stay and Mankio's out. Mankio's versatile though, isn't he? Anyway, we could go on about that. Worst player of the season? Should we just do that? Kieran Clark. I'm trying to even remember what happened. Kieran Clark just got sent off, right? Yeah, I mean, Lascelles was pretty bad for a lot of it as well. He was bad, but I think there were points of the of the of every game. It was almost like Lascelles would play okay for like 75, 80 minutes and then have like a couple of ca- catastrophes. Whereas Kieran Clark was bad. Or cat- catastrophic. So it's Kieran Clark for me. It feels like just two two different seasons, right? Yeah, two different seasons, and it wouldn't say that the heart. It, it and it's it's not just about when Eddie Howe arrived and the takeover happened, because, I mean, yes, that's when the turnaround began, but it didn't. We didn't really see it on the pitch for like another. Weirdly, as well, I think what gets forgotten is Joe Linton was looking like a slightly better player first half of the season. Like he was looking better out on the left than he had done at any Mm. point last season. But it was the switch to centre midfield is what really changed him. Yeah. So um, we're approaching the end of our Zoom meeting, uh, which means that we're probably approaching the end of our pod. Because uh, it's not time to start making predictions for next season. Um, we'll probably do a, a pod or two over the summer. But right now, I just want to say what an honour it has been to be in the company of two men I would go to war with. <laughs> Dave Watson. Thank you, Fergus. And Paul Doolan. Thank you. And thank you to you, the Newcastle listener. Newcastle listener, the Newcastle Natter listener. I would go to ev- to war with every single one of you, although I don't know what we're fighting for. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> if you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.